McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show, the most funny in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. The one and only Dr. Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas. Pastor Haynes, I know you got a good word this morning. Oh, thank you so much, Ricky Smiley. It's a day for us to have joy, joy, God's great joy. Listen, there's a line in that song by the great Georgia Mass Choir where it talks about how late in the midnight hour I talk to my God and God gives me joy, joy in my soul. Listen, midnight is a metaphor for going through a dark place in your life. And all of us have been there in that dark place where you feel discouraged, in that dark place where you feel distressed, even depressed, in that dark place where you are attacked by anxiety, in that dark place, you are experiencing the midnight hour. But here's what Georgia Mass says, late in the midnight hour, that's when you talk to God and God, watch this, in the midst of midnight will bless you with a brand new day. I like that because midnight, of course, is not only signaling darkness, but it's signaling the beginning of something that is brand new. A new day is on the way. That is a source of joy. And that's what I'm giving to everyone this morning. And that is even if you're in the midnight hour, just recognize in the darkness, God can birth a brand new day. In the darkness, God can give you a new beginning. In the darkness, God is writing the next chapter. In the darkness, God said, it's dark, but I'm not done. So you can have joy, joy down in your soul. There it is, and I'm done. And that is joy in your soul signifies the fact that joy is something that's on the inside, regardless of what's going on with you on the outside. So yes, on the outside, things may be rough, but on the inside, you are still rejoicing. On the inside, you still have the strength to carry on. On the inside, your spirit is still uplifted in the midst of what's trying to drag you down because joy is what God gives you on the inside. So you go ahead and have an enjoyable day. Go ahead and rejoice. Go ahead and recognize you've got joy down in your soul, even in your midnight hour. I know that's right, Pastor Hayne. That's a good word this morning. Let everybody know how they can find your sermons and how you can be reached. Hey, thank you, Ricky Smiley. My sermons are indeed on YouTube. My YouTube channel is Frederick Haynes, and you can check out my sermons on our website, friendshipwest.org. And, of course, I'm on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at 
FH Unscripted. There it is. All right, Pastor Haynes. Love you, man. Love you, Ricky. You have a great day. Hey, you too. Let's go. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Thursday headlines. The nation's COVID public health emergency officially ends today. Now, that doesn't mean that COVID has disappeared. However, COVID will be treated like any other transmissible disease as far as the federal government is concerned, meaning no more free testing and treatment for all. In other news, Ricky, an Army sergeant who was convicted of murdering a protester at a Black Lives Matter rally in 2020 has been sentenced to 25 years in prison. Daniel Perry shot Garrett Foster at a rally in Austin, Texas, held two months after the death of George Floyd. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has already publicly said he wants to pardon Perry. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Well, I'm about to tell you, man, the Golden State Warriors stay alive to force a game six with the Lakers. Steph Curry doing Steph Curry things, but Draymond Green said, listen, don't forget, I can still get buckets if I need to for my team. He dropped 20 points, man. Anthony Davis did leave the game midway through the fourth quarter, did not return after an accidental elbow to the head. No word if he's going to be available for game Game six. I'm going to tell you this right now. If he doesn't play, um, the Lakers are done. You know what I'm saying? As I expected, the Knicks survived game five and beat Miami. They led by Jalen Brunson's 38 points. He played the entire game. The first team, all NBA team, has been announced. Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, and Shea Gillis-Alexander from Oklahoma City. That boy is a monster. If y'all ain't never heard of that dude, check him out. It's my quick sports support right there. Gary, what's the team? What's up? Mike. All right, he was abruptly fired on April the 24th. Y'all, y'all remember that day? Hmm. CNN anchor Don Lemon, y'all, after 17 years of service, was abruptly fired. Well, now it's being reported, y'all, that this man may land on his feet. It's being reported, y'all, that Elon Musk, y'all, may become the destination of fired cable star Don Lemon. They say, honey, Elon offered him a job. Told him, honey, he could come on here and work for him, honey, him and um, Tucker Carlson. Because, you know, um, Elon owns um, Twitter and what have you. He said Don could come create his own show, do what he needs to do, freedom of speech, honey. He said it will be a great match. So they're saying that this is Elon Musk is. (laughs) Yeah, but, honey, he said, but Don haven't responded yet, though. But he's offering millions and millions of dollars. And, you know, they're saying, honey, you know, who knows where Don may land up yet. So he's going to have a job somewhere. I thought he got a deal with BET. What I thought he got a deal with BET for fifty million dollars. Who? Don Lee? Didn't they report that last week or week before last? Fifty million BET. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that story. I don't know, but honey, yeah. I know um, it, BET in the middle of being bought, though, that, isn't it? That's what I said. But yeah, they yeah, offered him a deal. Somebody uh, offered him a deal. Really? Well, we're gonna see where Don lands. But congratulations to him, honey. He could go ahead and continue vacationing, selling the Seven Seas, honey, and his money may be coming in soon. All so right. we're gonna see where Don lands. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is rosewood. On the high end, you say rosewood, and on the low end, you say beautiful pinkish brown, y'all. That's your Kahlua for today. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the P-R-A-T. 
All right, time for the hot spot. Sitting there for the brat this morning. Rock teasy for sheezy, my kneesy. What up, Rock? Always keeping it so breezy. Appreciate that, dog. Uh, Beyonce kicked off her highly anticipated Renaissance tour last night in Stockholm's Friends Arena. According to Billboard, the singer performed all 16 of her Renaissance tracks, three songs from her 2003 Dangerously in Love, three songs from her 2006 B-Day, one song from 2008's I Am Sasha Fierce, Five songs from her 2011's Four, three songs from her 2013's Beyonce, and two from 2016's Lemonade, and many more. She also performed some Destiny Child hits and a song from Lion King, The Gift Album. We forget how many solo albums she has. Is that six solo albums I just named? Yeah. Sound like seven. It, it, a lot. it didn't seem like she had that many solos, but man, she's doing a thing. The tour will continue throughout the Europe until uh, July 9th, and we'll head to the United States, starting with Philadelphia's Lincoln Financial Field and making stops in Chicago, East Rutherford, New Jersey, Atlanta, Houston, and many more before concluding September 27th at the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. Reports say that Jamie Foxx's close friends and family are uh, hoping for the best when it comes to this condition, but... They're preparing for the worst. According to Radar Online, Fox has been in the Atlanta hospital for the past month after suffering a medical emergency. A source said Jamie's people are saying he's doing okay and improving while doctors try to get to the bottom of his problems. But um, we wouldn't be in the hospital this long if we had anything to do with being okay, said a source. TMZ is reporting that friends and family are flying in town, which is usually not a good sign. But we are continuing wow. to send prayers and love for a full recovery. Has anybody else heard anything from uh, Jamie Foxx's people? Mm-hmm. Keeping oh, it tight. No, I, like, keeping it tight. Yeah, real tight. Man, let's continue to pray for our brother. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, last but not least, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's baby boy name was uh, has been revealed according to the Daily Mail. Riri and Rocky named their son Rizza Athelstan Mayers after Wu-Tang Clan member the Rizza. That's kind of dope. Hmm. <laughs> the RZA? Uh, RZA. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. RZA. Yes. No No comments? No, go, man. There it is, man. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> that's my sport. Uh, that's my report. That's the hot spot right there. Uh, Special K got news you absolutely what cannot use. What supposed to say behind RZA? Hey, man, oh, y'all's yeah. opinions on the name. We trying to be, you know. What? Well. Well, you know, we can't talk about it. Well, yeah, we ain't we, 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 we at you. you we're nervous about saying something. Yeah, you can't you know, say like, nothing about nothing. I think that's a cool name, Rizzo. Yeah. yeah we like, we like it's, Rizzo. It's dope, yeah. yeah. There it is. It's All right, Special K, mm-hmm. you got your news you cannot yeah, use. Coming up next, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the Ricky Show. <laughs> I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. All right, Jeremy, tomorrow the morning, show. Special K got news you positively absolutely cannot use. What up, K? All right, what up, Ricky? Let's get some uh, house cleaning out the way. This weekend is the last weekend for the Royal Comedy Tour. Y'all make sure y'all go to my Instagram, SpecialK913, to get information for the shows in Raleigh and Macon, Georgia. Ticketmaster.com for the Royal Comedy Tour. All right, so this morning the eyes have it. Ignorant, ill-informed, and immature, like I promised. Today's uh, News You Can't Use is sponsored by the uh, riddle of the day. The answer is two and a half men, Ricky, two and a half men. Wow, what's the question? Uh, what do you see when you, Rock T, and Gary walk out the studio? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gary? Child, please, honey. He wish he was me walking out the studio with y'all. <laughs> it's also sponsored by the Man Up Erectile Dysfunction Pill with a, <laughs> with a slogan is Stronger Than Viagra. 
or Cialis. It gives men hope. If you feel like you've been trying to shoot pool with a rope. So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> It's not easy to do. Yeah, no. Maria, mm-hmm. Maria, <laughs> and what's the slogan again? Yeah, the slogan is stronger than Viagra or Cialis. It gives men hope. If you feel like you're in bed trying to shoot pool with a rope. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna work. <laughs> Ain't gonna no. work. All right, so in fat people... Oh, you can't say fat people. You can't say fat people. In uh, big people news, our friend Shedrick, who's on the new season of My 600-Pound Life, has struck gold, and I'm happy for him, with a brand-new website called snacktracker.com. It's a site that alerts fat dudes, I'm sorry, big people, to new upcoming snacks before they come public. This week he says the big news is the following. They got new oatmeal pies from Little Debbie filled with strawberry, butter pecan, blueberry, and lemon flavor cream. So look forward to that. (laughs) Also, they got microwavable zebra cakes stuffed with Oreo cookies. That's going to be coming out. Dunkin' Donuts apparently has a new grape Kool-Aid flavored coffee. Oh, wow. And there's a new Twinkie stuffed with crab meat. So oh. look forward oh. to that. Oh. Hey, Rock, after seeing success and massive amounts of money generated online by OnlyFans pages for celebs like Cardi B and others, uh, let's see, uh, there's a new version out now for people who love the Lord, Ricky. Yeah, yeah the OnlyFans holy version where you can log on and watch your favorite gospel stars like Erica Campbell, Kim Burrell, and the Clark Sisters wearing form-fitting yet tasteful and appropriate outfits as they read scripture, sing hymns, and pray seductively for $4.99 a minute. You can also watch <laughs> Pastor Freddie Haynes lead prayer wearing a tight white tank top and basketball shorts <laughs> with a herringbone chain. <laughs> I'll do that, man. <laughs> That's and this a big, fans only what? It's an OnlyFans holy version. So you right. can watch your favorite gospel stars uh, doing gospel things uh, in seductive yet tastefully appropriate outfits. Right. Uh, finally, an LGBTQ event in Texas uh, last week, or some, sometime recently, disappointed fans who were gathered to see a fashion show hosted by uh, Gary with the T, our very own Gary with the T. When the curtains came up and, uh, yeah, apparently Whitney Houston's mother, Sissy, came out. Apparently there was a mix-up in the contract because the group didn't want Sissy Houston. They said they wanted a Sissy from <laughs> Houston. <laughs> Oh, that's not, that's not, that's not. <laughs> Wait, let me go back to what happened now yeah, again. So, yeah, so they, they had a fashion show and the curtain came up and uh, Sissy Houston walked out to host the show. Yeah. But there was a mix up in the contract because the group didn't want Sissy Houston. They said they needed a sis- from <laughs> they needed Houston. A yeah. yeah. Honest mistake. Yeah, yeah. Reading is fundamental, people. Reading is fundamental. One starts with a C, one starts with an S. That's very important, people. Very important. So yeah, follow me on Instagram at Special K nine one three. Get information on where you can see me Gary. this weekend. Yeah. The queens are doing it all the time. Even Gary liked that. Now I got to cut you. Put that razor away. I ain't playing no more. You put that razor away, I'm going to blow your damn pinky toe off. Oh, now you're going to shoot me in my pinky toe. I'm not playing with you. I will blow that little black, gnarled, crusty, dead off your foot. Now put the razor away. You must be crazy to pull your gun on me. You're going to be the nine-toe having this limp in this gin Harlem. You don't with me. Now put the razor away. Well, go ahead. Shoot, here it is. 
There it is. Shoot. Quick, go ahead. Take your best shot. Oh, he shot me in my fingers. <laughs> Put what's left of my foot in your... I'm going to kill him, Joker. Please, be careful. Get I'm going to kill him. Out. Don't Just, kill him. Oh, Just him. relax. Oh, if I could get up from here. Zero. We're going to find your toast. Oh. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. Get ready. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Ricky, I cried last night when I saw this story, honey, what your frat brother did to his daughter. But you know what? That things happen. Now, it's being reported y'all that Beyonce and her beautiful father, y'all, Mr. Matthew, knows. We all know our legend. They have had a strange relationship, y'all, since Matthew divorced the beautiful Miss Tina Beyonce knows, honey. Now, they're saying since then, Beyonce has kept an arm's distant relationship from her daddy. Now, they're saying yesterday, honey, Matthew knows went on social media, honey, and it's being reported that he appeared, y'all, to shade, honey, the beautiful Beyonce by playing into decades-old rumors about Beyonce's intellectual capacity. Now they're saying y'all that, um, that, that, you know how we was hearing rumors that um, Beyonce is extremely talented. They say but she was, and may not be the brightest um, bulb, Ricky. Now they're saying no one ever Ooh. confirmed those rumors, but Beyonce, they say Beyonce is very guarded, honey, not allowing anyone, uh, uh, just only her longtime friends and as close friends into her inner circle. Well, yesterday, honey, they say Matthew knows through a bit of feel on the fire. Now, when they ask, honey, somebody asked Matthew, y'all, to compliment Beyonce, honey. Explain that Beyonce was always extremely focused on her music. But Bay's a strange dad, y'all. They say he couldn't leave well enough alone, and he had to keep going. So, according to Matthew knows, he said, um... As parents, we didn't need for her, honey, to be an expert or passionate about anything or everything. She faced challenges in math, for example, but as long as she did her best, honey, and focused on her musical passion, we were happy. Unquote. Uh, <clears throat> intelligence is overrated when you're that fine. Right. Oh, Honestly, I don't need her to help me with my SAT. I, look. Amen. Preach, sir. Oh, Preach, sir. Preach, sir. Well, you're as fine as Beyonce. Don't nobody care how smart you are. Nobody care if you know how to do that. She knew how to count the checks. <laughs> Come on, Ricky. You I have both experienced that through challenges <laughs> with math. How could he say that to his about his daughter? In <laughs> essence, honey, they say that's probably Everybody didn't make good grades. A lot of us artists wasn't good in certain classes. That's why we good at what we do. We are <laughs> artists. I don't know no whole bunch of artists that made straight A's uh, good in academics. Yeah. He was in the fine arts. We don't care. We didn't study. We didn't apply. So too busy trying to play the piano and learn how to play the trumpet and listen to music or tell jokes, or football or something. Tell well, jokes, yeah. Honey. Well, that may be so. Though she's doing all that, but honey, that means she could be robbed blind. Somebody could be stealing from her, taking all the money. Jay Z could be taking the money. That's why he a billionaire. And she not one. You don't know that, so I don't like that, honey. You don't. And your daddy shouldn't be out there saying nothing like that about his daughter saying that, honey. She was. It was challenged and stuff in math. They already were talking about Beyonce and stuff like that. I don't like that, honey. He, he could have kept well, his Well, at least she up. was smart enough to fire him as her manager. Huh? <laughs> See there? Now she did that, baby. sounds like he's a little salty if he, if he did say that. Like, mm. Oh, I feel so bad for Beyonce. I wish my daddy would have said something like that about me. That's honey, still but. her daddy, and she says she loved her daddy. They just don't do good business together, so. Yeah, well. She said she was challenged. So we're going to keep Beyonce lifted up in our prayers, honey. Hopefully everything goes well with it as she gets together. You managed to slide that in at the last. Wow. Man gone. In other celebrity news, y'all, 
73 year old legendary singer, baby Lionel Richie. Y'all, they say he's being praised across social media for still having a pretty youthful appearance, y'all, after his performance at King Charles ceremony earlier this week. Well, now, honey, they're saying that the singer seems to have been able to defy the effects of time, y'all. They said, honey, that Lionel Richie's claimed, y'all, that he has never had any form of plastic surgery. A, a lot. A lot. A lot. Girl, uh, that was a line. I don't believe Lionel Richie said that, honey. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> he said he ain't never had no plastic surgery, honey. He got this new woman, honey. Got him a, a what a thirty-three year old woman, honey. And he said they ain't. He, he just moisturized. And and, and your body need to stop them lying. <laughs> Come on now, Lionel. <laughs> Oh, that face done been pulled back like a girl with short hair trying to do a ponytail. That face done been pulled, snatched, yoked up. Well, Lionel Richie said, honey, he said, now, you know, he's dating a Swiss Caribbean waddle. Her name is Miss Lisa Pergy. And they're saying he prefers to focus on water, sleep, and sweat, honey. Not too much red meat. That's why he looks so good, child. So... Congratulations to Lionel Rich. I don't think he had no plastic surgery neither, honey. He probably just, you know, like you said, drink a lot of water, he's sleeping, he'll eat no red meat, honey. So Lionel Rich is like he's still 33. Okay. With the, oh, who is he with the, um, what was that? Commodores. Name? The Commodores, honey. Oh, I love the Commodores. Uh, Tuskegee's so. own member of Alpha Phi Alpha. All right, then. So there you have it. So he did not have plastic surgery. So y'all saying his face looked tight? It ain't tight, honey. His skin is just beautiful and he moisturized. Beats. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Rosewood. On the high end, you say Rosewood, and on the low end, you say beautiful pinkish brown. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, y'all give it up to Gary with the T. <laughs> uh, All right, it's about a morning to go climb, but a workout goes. 8669, Ricky, here we go. Columbia, South Carolina, I want to wake up my mom, my sister, and my dad, my whole family. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. This is Cynthia from Lake Mary, Florida, saying wake up, wake up, wake up to my Ricky Smiley in all of Florida. Wake up, wake up, wake up. To all my Aggies throughout the country. Aggie pride. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. I like to say wake up, wake up to my husband, Jeffrey Bass from Terry Bass in Irvington, New Jersey. Wake up, wake up. What's up? This is Aaron D. Brown calling from Oak Cliff. I like to send a wake up call to every security guard with his head down when it's time to change post right now. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Radio. It's a whole gang of things tuned in, lock in. What's yours? Because we gon' let them know. Come on, Charleston. Wake up. Back in Rouge. Wake up. Tell my hat set. Wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Come on, J-A-H, Lion Sound, John Lion on the ones and two, Chicken and Wampa Mix, man, appreciate you, baby boy. Yeah, but my pleasure, America. Yes, sir, Black Tony, good morning, what's up, man? Yo, yo, I can't come, I can't, look. Hey, look, I'm trying to. I, I, I can't. I can't be there this morning. I'm just letting you know right now. Um, not hey, gonna man, make it. Can you just morning. come to work? Can you just come to work, man? Like everybody else? 
Cause I'm trying to give me a, a different job right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to elevate my life right now. I'm trying right, to give me a different job. I didn't apply. I can't resign until I get a new job. So I, don't, I can't. Who quit that job when they ain't got a new job yet? I'm right, just I'm, come, I'm trying to get well, come a new to work job. and find. Just come right, to work. I I was gonna call that money, but I got to wait. I got to wait by the phone because I'm waiting on Pastor Haynes to call me back. I'm waiting on Pastor Haynes to call me. Man, bro, don't put Pastor, Pastor Haynes in that. No, I, I applied for a job over there at his church. And at Bishop Joseph Walker Church and at uh, 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 E.D. Smith Church, I applied at, uh, uh, what's the other one name? Uh, uh, Dr. Davidson uh, in Florida. Yeah, I applied for him, too. I'm trying to be an associate pastor. And I put, I oh, put man, in Dr. my application. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Marcus Davidson, man, I think he'll let you sit up down the poor pit. Nah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be up there for real. So I, um, uh, my cousin's going to bring me a suit over him. I'm gonna take a picture of me in my suit, sitting down with a suit on, so they can see uh, that, uh, that I look you like. Have uh, a, you got to have a clergy license. I started, man. I ain't, man, I'm about trying to do all that. I'm just trying to be a social pastor. Because I heard, don't you get commission on the ties? They pay you commission if you get people to tie more money. Uh, asking, I mean, I think you get a commission. Because if I, if I, mean, I get a, if I get like a two percent, a three percent commission. They said that's that's where they pay you a little bit of money based on how many folks you get to put in time. Yeah, but the, the pastor does the pastor does that, but like uh, on on you might have to start your own church for that. I called Pastor Haynes. I done left seventeen voicemail overnight. Can you please call me back in the morning? So I'm waiting by the phone for him to call me to see is he gonna bring me a uh uh, uh let me do the you uh, hold on a what hold on hold on. Hey, Sadie, you gotta take that elephant outside. <laughs> what you doing with an elephant? Take the elephant outside, cuz I'm on the phone with Rick. My uncle, you know, you're a cracker. He done brought a baby elephant in here. Hey, I think he's hungry, Sadie. Hey, Sadie, what do you feed elephants? Peanuts. Rick. <laughs> Stop peanuts, Tony. Ain't nobody got no damn you said, peanut. You say you you cook the elephant some grits? <laughs> <sighs> Damn, take the elephant outside. Cut, take the elephant hey, outside. Black I'm Rick on the radio right now. Hey, Black Tony. Huh? Hey, we need to fan the elephant. <laughs> I just gave him some bacon. I gave him some bacon and some tuna. We had some tuna fish in. Hey, get, get some more of that tuna fish and get it to him. I think he matched. I... You can't. Can hey, what the elephant the hey. Huh? Black Tony. Where the elephant mama at? She out there with him. It's two of them out there. Hold on. Hey! Hey, y'all do some... Take them outside. Shawty, you can't leave them down. Elephants in where they got to go to the bathroom. Ain't nobody finna clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> that might not be his mama, because now they doing it. Oh, Lord. Uh -oh. Nah, that ain't his mama, because they doing it, no. That might be... Oh, Hey, cuz, I got to, I'm gonna call y'all back, cuz, I got to deal with these elephants on the back porch. All right, all right. <laughs> I know my parents loved me. Stand you go, What y'all know about that? Yeah. Come, on, come on now. Here's our chance to make it. And if we fall 
This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truth collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today told from a unique black perspective and let me tell you these episodes speak to the black experience recently i was able to check out an episode called the woman behind the montgomery bus boycott now you know i'm from birmingham alabama so i'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state as i listened to this podcast and the voices i felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories lightweight made me angry but it's history and these women lived it for us one thing that i really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary has a T and the Kahlua today. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Ice T is speaking out. And I think what he said, he should have kept his mouth closed. But anyway, it's being reported out that Ice T said that he feels closer, y'all, to Chanel than his other kids. Now, they're saying Ice T admits, y'all, that he feels closer to his youngest daughter, Chanel, than he does to his other children. Now, he sat down with Damon John, y'all, um, for a uh, 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 chat, honey. He said, Chanel's birth made me want to live forever. It made me create new goals because, honey, you got bread. You can start slowing down. But nah, he said, not that new baby. He said, that new baby and it's the best gift I could ever get. He said, I think the difference with Chanel and my other kids is I'm very conscious of this baby. He said, like, I had my daughter when I was in high school. I was ripping and running. He said, so I was present not over. He said, I was present over presence. And he said, I wasn't there, you know. He said, my son Ice, he said, happened right when I was becoming Ice-T, you know. He said, honey, I had never been famous before, so this was a whole new thing, so I'm distracted by that. He said, by contrast with Chanel, I'm comfortable. I'm in a cruise pattern. He said, I was there when Coco was pregnant. I was in the hospital, and Chanel still sleeps in the bed with us, you know. He said, so far, he said, much. I'm connected more to her than the other kids. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. 
Why would people say, why do y'all parents say stuff like that? I mean, you got kids, you may have had kids from your first relationship, now you got kids from a second relationship, and you making like this second family is so much better than the first family because you was ripping and running I, and I stuff. I don't think that's what yeah. he's saying. That's I think what that he, he said. was young and he just was Im- maybe immature, and now he has money, he's more established, he's more mature, and he can be present, he's more aware of the blessing of the child. Yeah, I can, I can definitely, as young, a parent, I can definitely yeah. understand what he was saying about feeling more connected with the one that he was there with from birth to whatever age she is now. It doesn't mean he loves that child more, but you love your child children differently when you have those different Okay, so Ricky, what do you say about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's closer to, to, you know, this particular baby because he slowed down. He at home doing the pampers, doing the day-to-day. He wasn't able to do the day-to-day with the older, so that's going to naturally uh, make you a little bit closer and you develop a certain kind of bond that you didn't have with the other kids because you was on the road working and touring, but he, that don't mean that he loved them any less. No, it doesn't make any sense. No, it does, I understand what you're saying, but we're in a society now. You being said that, oh, Daddy didn't like me. Look at what Brian McKnight going through and all this other stuff. All these men, honey, just saying mm-hmm. all this stupid stuff publicly. There's a big difference. Brian McKnight was borderline abusive. Emotionally abusive. I think Ice T clarified it really well when he said what he said. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have said that then because how do you think the kids feel? Well, yeah, Dad always was closer to Chanel. I have three families. And I, and I asked my um, one of my sisters, I asked her, I said, how do you feel? Because we grew up with Daddy and you didn't. You know, even though she right. came, she was with us, she would come visit us. My mama said she taught me how to walk and stuff. And she was with us when we was growing up. But, I mean, that's just something you think about because... Here, you don't have, you know, your dad, and it's making me want to cry. But anyway. As a parent, you have to be sensitive to the older kids' feelings and, and make sure that you communicate with them what you said. But I think as they get older, they understand that too. Yeah, well, just something you shouldn't say publicly. Just keep it to yourself. Because when these kids look at it as, you know, adults, what well, they still feel, well, we always knew you liked her more than you liked us and stuff like that, you know. So it's just, I just think you should have yeah. shut up. But anyway. Just sit down, uh, have a good one-on-one conversation with your older kids and, uh, you know, and explain that. That'll, I think that'll resolve the issue. Yeah. I've had to do that with my kids, with my older kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, having, you know, an, another set of kids like 10 years after my first set, it made me realize, wow, I could have done way more when I was, you know, in my early 20s, you know, yeah, for my yeah. kids. Because it was just a different time, a different level of maturity. Yeah. But I see your point. Yeah. All right. Moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. It's being reported that there are workers being seen at Jamie Foxx's Agora Hills mansion. Now, they're saying, y'all, that Jamie Foxx's 18,000-square-foot mega mansion, honey, sits on 40 acres in Agora Hills, California. Now, they're saying multiple cars, y'all, were spotted arriving and departing the 10-bedroom, 12-bathroom mansion, which is surrounded by horse farms in Los Angeles County. Now, according to um, Grid, they're saying construction workers are renovating Jamie's property. They're saying a pile of lumber is stacked outside near a crane and workmen y'all are seeing moving honey about on the second label now they're saying the increased activity at Jamie's palatial mansion may be a sign that he's being discharged from the hospital or the home is going on the market now Jamie purchased this mansion back in 2006 for $10 million. Now, they're saying access to the property is um, a um, guarded gate entrance up a long, winding driveway that opens up y'all to a courtyard with a fountain. And they're saying the lavish home boasts a 20-car garage, a landscape pool with cabana, sauna, spa, and a guest house. They say it also has a viewing deck 
enclosures for the guard dogs and in a heart stable with corral. So they're saying that power is generated by massive solar panels on a hill, y'all, to the left of the main house. So, you know, people still speculating what's going on with Jamie. We don't know if he's going to be released from the hospital. If he's um if they're renovating the house or what have you, but nevertheless, this is what alleged they're saying that's going on at Jamie's palatial mansion in Agora Hills, California. So, yeah, I, I just hope that he's getting better. I yes. just hope and pray that he's getting better. He's young, talented, uh, uh, a dear friend of the morning show. Yeah, and I just hope that he pulled through or whatever. Yeah. You know, because I'm just hearing different reports. You know that, yes. that the families are pre- preparing for the worst. And uh, now I'm, you know, uh, hearing that, you know, he's preparing to go home, all this kind of stuff. So I I just hope and pray that uh, he pulled through and he get back up and rolling. All right. All right. The Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today is Rosewood. On the high end, you say Rosewood. And on the low end, you say beautiful pinkish brown. That's your Kahlua for today. All right, y'all. Give it up for Gary with a T. Talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, man, want to give a big shout-out to our affiliate WKZJ 92.7 Columbus, Georgia. Good morning, everybody. Uh, this segment is being brought to you by... Brent and Jackie welcome clinical dietitian Jessica Wilson as they candidly discuss eating disorders, food desert, and public health information in black communities. Listen to the Black Health 365 podcast. To listen, go to Apple Podcasts or Urban One podcast.com Big ass teeth mess you up on them. That's all right, baby. That was terrible. Boy, that's what? a lot of damn that's a lot of consonants. <laughs> I know vowels. It was very professional, Gary. Thank you, Maria. Hey, uh, Kate. No, sir, that was no vowel. Not E I O or U in there. Oh, none. <laughs> That ain't nothing but the yeah, devil, honey. I am not going to money back for that commercial. All right, y'all, a lot of folks. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of folks already booked flights uh, in their summer vacations. Uh, 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 hopefully, to my birthday beach blowout, August the 11th through the 13th in Daytona Beach. So today, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the things that irk your nerves when flying. Hit us up now at 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Now, you know that we fly a lot, man. We fly a lot. Like in a month, we might take eight or nine flights or more. And when I tell you that we see people doing all types of kind of crazy stuff on planes, and they have no idea that what they're doing is wrong. So we thought it would be cool to talk to an actual flight attendant today. Uh, This flight attendant is going to go by the alias of Sparkle, all right, to talk about the do's and don'ts of flying. All right. We got on the phone. All right. Miss, uh, Miss Sparkle, good morning. Good morning. Hey, we are, uh, yeah, we are happy to have you. So we're not going to disclose your airline. You know, we don't want you to lose your job. Welcome to the Rick's Wilder Morning Show. Uh, so, uh, you know, y'all got a, uh, you and Special K got a list of do's and don'ts for air travel. Uh, y'all, y'all, welcome to the show again. Y'all ready? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. so we, t- hey, Sparkle. So we talked about this. Um, I'm going to run through a couple of the, some of the don'ts, and I'm going to let you kind of elaborate on it from the uh, perspective why of you a flight attendant. Why you going to use a stripper name for the flight attendant? Man, because I, li- I just like that name, Spark. Ooh. I don't know why. Yeah. I just like that name. I can't get off of it. You're going to have people on the plane throwing money at the flight attendant. I tell you. <laughs> well, that's not always a bad thing. So some of the don'ts are 
uh, trying to bring on extra bags as a carry-on, uh, not knowing or respecting your seat assignments, rushing to get from the back to the front of the plane after landing, and getting up to go to the bathroom before takeoff and landing. So can you elaborate on a couple of those things and some of the things that irritate y'all as flight attendants? Yes, those are perfect points that you made. Um, the first thing I want to say is when you get on the plane, and acknowledge the flight attendant. A lot of times we say, good morning, how are you? And we just get ignored. But then you but then you ask us for things. Can I get this? Can I get that? Or you demand. Things. Oh, yeah. We hate we, we, we hate that. Um, just like a little acknowledgement, like, hi, how is your day going? Because a lot of times we might have had a medical emergency that day or anything could have happened. It's so many things, so many moving parts when it comes to travel and flying and keeping you guys safe. That's our number one priority is keeping the customer safe. A lot of times people think we're just there to serve snacks. No, we're not just there to serve snacks. If that plane goes down, we are your first we are your first um, response. So it's our job to get you off that plane in case anything happens. That's our first priority. So um, we ask that you don't um, have excessive um, drinking before boarding because we see a lot of um, passengers that drink excessively before they board. And sometimes the gate agents aren't supposed to let them on the plane, but they end up, you know, letting them on the plane because they have so many people rushing to um, the counter and asking questions. And sometimes they slip past the cracks and then they come on the plane um, drunk. Mm. Now, what about um, the people? What about the people who go to the ba- who decide that they need to go to the bathroom three three seconds before takeoff? Oh yes, so we see that a lot. We see, please go to the bathroom before boarding the plane, and then if you have to use the bathroom, that's okay. But don't hold up the boarding process while trying to do it. Um, and also, they try to use the bathroom when we're about to land as well. So they have if they have an hour flight, then. Before before you hear those double dings, make sure you use the bathroom because those double dings that you hear when landing means we're about to land. So right. anytime you hear those double dings on me, that means we're about to land. So do and not. I, and uh, Miss Sparkle, what what you know? What about people playing loud music in their phones that don't have earbuds? That's irritating as well. Yes, that is that is irritating. Please put those headphones on. Even put them at a low volume because sometimes the passengers can hear your music through your headphones and that's annoying especially if you're trying to go to sleep that's annoying and also hey, hey, can, can we can we give something to the flight attendants miss sparkle yes you can and we do appreciate snacks treats i, I just have i just have one thing for, that i need flight attendants to do you what? know when we, we miss, miss sparkle when you fall asleep or whatever uh, light, mm-hmm. light, wear some light sneakers because, man, the ones that wear those certain heels that walk back and forth, back and forth, and it, it literally shake the seats, like shake the rows and wake you up every single time they walk from the front to the back. They walk really, really hard. And I, don't, I just don't think they just don't know. I don't think they're doing it intentionally. But but when passengers are asleep, especially on those early morning flights or those uh, red-eye flights, or whatever, a nice light walk, uh, some sneakers or something that's just not going to shake the chair. You know, that's just me. And going it, back it to the cur- the courteousness, um, I think I hear people saying, uh, hey, give me a Coke or give me a Sprite yes. or give me some water or give me some ear earplugs. 
people are very demanding when it comes to travel. Um, entitled. I all, yes, entitled. Thank you. They are, and they'll just, um, like he said, give me a coat. Give me something to drink. Can I have? Can I have? Can I have? Please and thank you goes a long way. So I, I, don't, you, I don't understand that uh, because I always make eye contact with the flight attendant. I speak. I say, how's your day? I always ask because you know how to travel because you 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 travel a lot. It's for those people who don't travel a lot. Like we have people that um, just will sit in any seat instead of <laughs> the seat that they were assigned. So they'll sit like if you're in row 33 and you sit in row 2B and we're like and the person from 2B comes and they're trying to sit down and they're like someone's in my seat. Ma'am, what seat what seat are you supposed to be in? I don't know. Well, what does your ticket say? Oh, it says 33F. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're in 2B. Get your butt That's up. A long <laughs> That's right. a long walk. But you know, but they but in all fairness, we do have some um airlines that you don't have a seat number. You just sit with Yeah, Southwest. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the name, but you know. Yeah, that's riding but, the bus. You know, but you better get the early boarding pass where you can get that middle seat on that wing with no seat in front of it. Yeah, Mike. So Sparkle, yes. what what do you do? What what's your advice if, if someone falls asleep and accidentally leans over on you? Do you just kind of nudge your little shoulder like, get off me? Do you wake them up? Or do you just kind of be a kind, courtesy neighbor and let them stay asleep on you? <laughs> well, I've, I've seen all of it. Um, for example, my daughter, she's 19. She goes to sleep on people's shoulder all the time. And I said, well, you can't be sleeping on people's shoulder all the time. And she's like, well, they don't care. They don't wake me up. But I've had passengers sleep on my shoulder before. And I don't mind as long as they're not um, snoring with Sink breath is yeah. fine with me. If they if they fine is okay, but if they look like one of them M and M's with them boots on, <laughs> <laughs> what's the etiquette for somebody who has to go to the bathroom in in uh you know it's uh it's not the number one but it's the number two. Uh, what's the etiquette? Should they take a little thing of spray in there with them because the flight attendant be sitting back there and they have to deal with that? Is that? Oh yeah. If you if if you know that you have one of those people that have to number two on the plane, then bring some little spray or something. Not any yeah. perfume, like some bathroom say, because perfume enhances the boo-boo smell. <laughs> okay, so, I, they don't have to, I, I had that, I had that uh, bed, bath, and beyond at Body Works, uh, aromatherapy, and I, I have it, I keep it, I keep it with me in my pocket, and I hit, I, I spray it a couple of times. I make sure my little area smells nice. I'm not going to deal with that on the flight. Mm-mm. And you yeah, know what? I, People don't flush the toilets either, Ricky. Oh, my they God. Don't oh, I believe the you. I believe you. So, Everybody don't have home training. I believe you. And they walk um, on the plane with no shoes. So when you're walking to the bathroom with no shoes on, that the wet stuff on the floor is not water. Oh, oh yeah. You ain't got to tell me. Oh, uh, it was yeah. one. It was one. It was one in Win Dixie back there, comfortable back there, sitting on the toilet with his shoes <laughs> off in Win Dixie. In Winn-Dixie, oh I went God. back there to use the bathroom, and he back there like he at home with a newspaper and his shoes off on that wet, nasty floor. I said, "Who was?" <laughs> you know, I said, also, I, I wanted I said, to hey. out. Touching. I said, "Put your damn shoes on." <laughs> I said something, Hell yeah, I said something. I said, sir, put your damn shoes on. You ain't at home. But I'll get ready to pay for my stuff. Anyways, I walked straight down the aisle. And when I said that, I heard him pull the roll of toilet paper. I said, put your damn shoes on. You ain't at home with your nails yourself. 
<laughs> a black dude, I think he worked back there in the deli or something. At home. Okay, we we back on the plane now. I'm going back up there today. I'm going back up there today because I need to see his face. I know. I think I know who it was. Hey, let's let's get back on the plane now. Okay, Sparkle, you were about to say something. Yeah, touching one of the flight attendants. We hate when passengers touch us. They always pull on us. Hey, can you throw this away? Or can you do this? Or hey try to get our attention, they'll pull on us. That's what the call light is for. If you need something, then just push the call light instead of tugging on us. There you go. Yeah, and, and, and where he get a newspaper from at that time of day? Okay. In when dixie <laughs> It had to be. <clears throat> and when the People magazine, because I know how the paper signed in, when I said what I said, he didn't say nothing, but he pulled the roll real hard. It went... <laughs> Sparkle, this information has been so helpful. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. We guys. really appreciate you. Hey, Sparkle. Sparkle. Yes. He poured a lot of toilet <laughs> 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 Except your nasty self. Put your damn shoes on. That's why I love her. Found him on the show. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Hey, what up, Jeff? Hey, what up, Rick? What up, everybody? Good to be with you. Man, Rick, listen, I I'm, I wonder if I even want to talk about this at all, but I think we have to just because it's politics of the day and, and we need to know what's going on. But the former president, uh, Donald Trump, did a CNN town hall meeting last night in New Hampshire, and he was talking to um, 2024 Republican presidential, I mean, to, to, to um, Republican voters and undeclared voters who plan to vote in the 2024 election. And, um, like, man, he, he literally just started lying. It was from, crazy. And it, I mean, it was, it was the most bizarre thing ever. It was almost like there was no break from the presidency. And he just, I mean, minutes into this thing, Rick, he's lying. He immediately goes into that the 2020 election was rigged which we all know it has been proven over and over again in every state in the country that that's not the case, that there was not um, voter fraud of any kind that can be proven. And it, it just was crazy. He, I mean, he went on to talk about um, intelligent agents having an impact on the election on a 16-point difference as a result of a, a letter that was signed by former intelligence agents before the 2020 election. Um that stated that the release of emails um, belonging to Joe Biden's son um, to, were 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 actually sound or not? I mean, it just the the January sixth stuff was the stuff that was craziest to me, um, where he talked about Nancy Pelosi was responsible for security that day, uh, and so it was her fault. What happened, Jeff? What about what he said about about the abortion thing? I thought that was pretty outrageous. He said Democrats literally want to kill babies after they're born. They want to execute babies after they're born. Like that's that's beyond. Like, yeah, I mean, but but it was to me, it was it was that the the whole thing was that. I mean, he 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 went on and on. I mean, it it was just every single thing was I, I, I. I haven't been able to pull up the stuff that talks, you know, the whole fact checking piece that, that goes in on everything that he said and confirms whether it was was wrong or not. But I just don't know how anybody who actually cares about any Americans 
Like, I'm not talking about you loving liberals or you believing this or you care about people of color or any of that. Just anybody who cares about any American. I don't know how they can, in good conscience, think that this person is good for anybody. I mean, did you watch the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. Jeff, do you think that it legitimized? They were. It's almost like CNN was trying to make him a legitimate person by putting him yeah, on we a, want, a legitimate we, platform. Yes. That's what we want because we want him to win the Republican nomination so he would lose in the general. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there there is that. But but I don't think that you can delegitimize a former president even when they're nuts. So the bottom line is, I mean, CNN had a former president of the United States on. It's just it's just so bizarre to you and me that he was ever the president. I think that's the thing. I, I think, is that what I hear you saying? Exactly. <laughs> because, because because he's a lunatic. Like, I mean, the man yeah. is a, is is a sociopath, a liar, and just he came off as a crazy person. Yes, and he is still former president of the United States and going to be a presidential candidate in the GOP, which means that hope. I've always believed that I rather hear a liar in his own words than not give that person airplay and not hear the lies for ourselves. And, and that, for me, is what Trump did last night. Um, it, it wasn't CNN proving that he's a viable candidate. It was Trump proving that he's not. Mm. That's deep. Good perspective. Deep. Well, well, well we, definitely, we definitely want him to get that nomination so he can lose in the general. <laughs> we hope so, y'all. Hit me at Jeff's Nation. Let me know what you all think. Love y'all, man. Have a good Thursday. I'll talk to you next week. All right, love you, Jeff, man. Songs that'll stay in your head all day. Coming up next. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It is Mental Health Month, y'all, and the stigma is huge, especially in the black community. And according to the Mental Health Community um, the Services Administration in 2019 report, 4.8 million black people reported having some form of mental illness. Maria. Yeah, and I can believe that, Rock T. Now, the definition of mental illness is a wide range of conditions that affect mood, thinking, and behavior. So think about stuff like clinical depression, anxiety disorder, bipolar disorder, and PTSD. Absolutely. So our next guest has written a book about encouraging others to keep pushing past whatever they are going through and advocates for black folks to take control of their mental health and seek help. Welcome to the show, former Motown recording artist, entrepreneur, and author of the book, Give Give it one more try, KD McNair. How you doing? Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm so glad to be on the show today, man. This is really exciting. I mean, super exciting, especially because it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And for me, you know, it's really, really personal for me. So I really appreciate you all bringing me on the show this morning. Man, we're glad to have you. This is exciting. It's important. So let's get right into it. Give It One More Try is the title of your book. What was the inspiration behind the title? You know, during, after my music career, I started going through uh, different challenges. I started experiencing, like, anxiety, and, and it was really, really tough. So every single day I would wake up and I would tell myself, you know what, you can't give up. you got to give it one more try. you got to keep going. So I started to use a form of self-talk to push myself to not to not stop to continue to try. Because sometimes when you when you go through things in life, you have to reverse those negative self-talks. So I took the negative self-talk and I started to create my own positive push. And that's where the title Give It One More Try came from. And that was years ago. 
I love that. And Katie, I'm so glad that this book is coming from someone in the business, in the industry, or who was formerly in the industry, because we see so much uh, with famous folks, celebrities dealing with mental health issues. What would you say is one of the major barriers for African-Americans in getting adequate mental health care? Well, just two things really quick as it relates to being being in the industry. One of the things that, that put people in a, in a rough situation is sometimes it's their perception on failure. You know, sometimes we look at failure as a bad thing when really it's a turning point for greatness. Right. Um, because a lot of times as and as a musician, you're focused on entertaining other people. Your whole life, you're basically trying to please people all day long. You want mm-hmm. you're looking perfect. Your stage performance, you're being in the public eye. And when those things go left, a lot of times, you know, our perception of is it's like, you know, the world everything is over. It's ended. There's no hope instead of saying, you know what, this is maybe this is an opportunity for me to work on myself. And what I would say in terms of a a barrier, a lot of times it's just really the shame that comes with mental health, especially now. We living in a time where if you don't appear to be perfect or, you know, even in the social space, everything looks perfect. But the reality is we all know that no one has a perfect life. So the shame of feeling vulnerable and being judged by others is definitely a major roadblock when you're talking about mental health and getting the help that you need. That Man, we can drop the mic right there, man. <laughs> that shame and embarrassment that we put on ourselves, yeah. thinking that, that that's real right there, man. So we all busy. We all got busy lives, and we tend to put everyone else first a lot in our busy lives. So what is it, and why is it so important to put yourself first? Well, because when you put yourself first, you activate a chain reaction. And if I work on myself, that means that my family benefits from me being the better version of myself. That means that my friends benefit. That means that at work or business, it, it's a chain reaction. Because when you, when you don't put yourself first, the people around you suffer the most. So if I have a problem and I don't address the problem, that means that the people who are close to me, they suffer. And then when they suffer, they cause other people to suffer. So you would be, if you really sit back and you think about it, that the, the chain reaction from not putting yourself worse, I mean, putting yourself first, it's, it's a major problem that not only affects you, but it affects everybody around you. So that's why it's important to put yourself first so that you can put the people around you first and be the better version of yourself. All right, y'all. So we're talking to author Katie McNair about his book, Give It One More Try for Mental Health Month. So, Katie, in your opinion, what is the key to good mental health? The key to good mental health is to you have to place value on it. You know, sometimes we we place value more on things, you know, our car, our house. You know, we 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 have to maintenance and upkeep those things. We have to start putting the value on our mental health and, and realizing the value of it and how it impacts your entire life. So if you value something, it means that you will take care of it. You will make it a priority. You know, you will maintenance and, 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 and understand that this value in mental health will impact every part of my life. KD, man, uh, thank you for joining the show. Real quick, how can people find your book? How can they go get it? How can they follow you on social media? All that stuff. You can find me on on social media at the real KD McNair, and my book "Give It One More Try" is available at Amazon. It's available where all books are sold: Walmart, Target, 
And please, 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 no matter what you're going through out there, just remember, it's just a turning point. If you if you keep going and you never give up, trust me when I tell you, the grass is really green on the other side. I know people say that, but it literally is green on the other side. So today's message, give it one more try. No matter what you're going through, don't give up. Y'all give it up for the homie K.D. McNair, ladies and gentlemen. We got the front page coming up next, man. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Front page happening right about now. Maria, what's happening? Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Thursday headlines. The nation's COVID public health emergency officially ended today. Now, that doesn't mean that COVID has disappeared. However, COVID will be treated like any other transmissible disease as far as the federal government is concerned, meaning no more, no more free testing and treatment for all. In other news, an Army sergeant who was convicted of murdering a protester at a Black Lives Matter rally in 2020 has been sentenced to 25 years in prison. Daniel Perry shot Garrett Foster at a rally in Austin, Texas, uh, held two months after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has publicly said that he wants to pardon Perry. Lastly, y'all, a female traveler in Australia survived on some candy and a bottle of wine while stranded alone for five days in an open wooded area. The woman, identified only as Lillian, took a wrong turn and her car got stuck in the mud about 40 miles from the nearest town. Fortunately, a police helicopter spotted her car on a dirt road and she was treated at a hospital for dehydration, but is expected to make a full recovery. So, reminder to put some wine and candy in your car. I'm Maria Moore, (laughs) and that's a quick look at news. Rock T, what's going on in sports? I definitely got the candy part covered, man. We know you got that covered. You know what I'm saying? Golden State Warriors stay alive to force a game six with the Lakers. Steph Curry doing Steph Curry things. But Draymond Green said, listen, y'all don't forget, I can get buckets if my team need me to. He had a cool 20 points. Anthony Davis had to lead a game midway through the fourth quarter. Did not return after an accidental elbow to the head. No word if he will be available to play in game six. If he does not play, Lakers are done. He's the X factor for the Lakers. No disrespect to LeBron James, one of the greatest of all time, but uh, Anthony Davis is the X factor for the Lakers to succeed. As I expected, the New York Knicks survived game five and beat Miami, led by Jalen Brunson's 38 points. He played the entire game by any means necessary, whatever you got to do for your team. The first team, all-NBA team, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, and Shea Gilgis Alexander out of Oklahoma, uh, um, Oklahoma City Thunder. Yo, Shea is a dog. If y'all don't know about Shea, y'all better do some Google and research on him. The second team, All-NBA team, Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Nikola Jokic, the Joker, Jimmy Butler, and Jalen Brown. Third team, All-NBA, LeBron James, DeMantis Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, Dame Lillard, and Julius Randle. It is what it is. That's 19 All-NBA teams that LeBron has made out of his 20-year career. Period. It's my sports report right there. Follow me on social media at Rock T Holla. I believe uh, Maria got the hot spot coming up next. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Damn, that's hot. Woo. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B R A T. 
in for the Brigadier Tap Maria handling your business. Yes, I sure am. And this is a hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So, y'all, final decision regarding Tory Lanez's guilty verdict appeal has been made, according to legal affairs journalist Megan Cuniff. A court judge recently denied the Canadian musician's request for a new trial after he was found guilty of shooting Megan the Stallion. He's still trying to fight the situation. Uh, judge David Hereford handed down the ruling, saying in the end, the jury, the prosecution's case beyond a reasonable doubt. He also called out Lanes' uh, attorneys for not mentioning any of the other evidence against Lanes when they focus on perceived problems with some evidence. Now, get this, y'all. In terms of sentencing, the deputy DA in the case says the minimum time given for a case like this is typically between 9 to 22 years. Man. Boy, you losing sleep Man. right now waiting on that verdict to come down, waiting on that uh, sentence to come down. Yeah, and you think, you know, you never know how your life is going to end up. You're in a car with a friend and everything is all good. You get into an argument and then everything, everything that you work for. But it wasn't all good because they were yeah. drunk. There well, was a gun in the in the mix. Well, at the beginning well, of the night, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. They probably didn't think that they would end up where they are now. Mm-mm. But get this, one of Lane's uh, attorneys spoke on the ruling saying, my guy is a fighter and this is only the beginning. Really? He might be a fighter, but he he better have some daggone good attorneys that can fight for him because he can't do nothing. He locked up. Okay, honey. Mm. You can be all the fighter you want to be. All you can do is pray, bro. Yeah, and sometimes the fight is one-sided, so we'll have to continue to keep our eye on this one. Uh, in other news, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's baby boy's name has been revealed. According to the Daily Mail, Riri and Rocky named their son Riza Alphiston Mayers after Wu-Tang Clan member Riza. I always liked his name, man. I always liked Riza. <laughs> no. Why did you name your child Riza instead of Rocky? Because yeah, I wanted him to be a junior. Uh, there you go. Um, if I was ASAP, honey, there's no way that would happen in my household. I'm sorry. Yeah. She'd probably be thinking about Rizzo all the time, honey, and named her child after him. Oh, is oh. that what it was, Think about Karen. it. They said oh. she wore a lot of clothes from, um, that, uh, what's that, the Wu-Tangs, honey? So, it's a cool mm. name, dog. It's it is cool kind name. of a cool name. Jason's a cool lie. name, too, so. Mm-mm. You better piece that tea together, nah, thank Gary. You. All right. So, lastly, if you were on social media, you probably couldn't escape the post about the kickoff of Beyonce's highly anticipated Renaissance tour. Um, so, the conversation about Beyonce being one of the greatest of all time is definitely valid at this point. Where would y'all put her? Yeah, I don't top think three, top five, top definitely top, top two, definitely top five. I mean, you got yeah. Michael Jackson and Prince. And then, I mean... Diana Ross, so top five. She's top five, for sure. Yeah, so that experience kicked off in Stockholm's Friends Arena. According to Billboard, the singer performed all 16 of her Renaissance tracks. Who has a favorite on the Renaissance album, Outside of Break My Soul? Uh, Since I'm a heterosexual male, I can't recite, but maybe... One. Yeah, we know we know how to sing the songs it. when they come on. Yeah, I know when they come on. I don't know them by heart. If I did, then I would probably have to have a conversation with you. Know, you know those songs. <laughs> I don't. You got to have a conversation you with your wife. You had the dog on CD on in your car the other day. you can name more than, five, more than three Beyonce songs off of one album, you 
are part of the community. I'm sorry. Sir, I know you definitely can because (laughs) she was performing tracks as far back as 2003. So when you think about Dangerously in Love, that that album is more than 20 years old. Yeah, that's what I was tripping because she's got, what, six solo albums? Yeah, she has six albums, performed songs in the Lion King, the Gift album. So she's doing big things. And And she probably didn't even know how many albums she got because I did say she couldn't do math well. So, I mean. She know how to count six albums and all them doggone checks in her bank account. Yeah, that part. Mm, Okay. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up the hot spot on that note. Uh, of course, you can check out more on these stories she at RickySmileyMorningShow.com. And coming up next, we have the Praise Mixed Down with Dwight Snow. And the time now is 27 minutes before the top of the hour. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.